Okay. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nerds of the Night. I am one of your hosts, Ashley. And I am the fabulous Jade. Just kidding. <laughs> no, you are fabulous. Oh, thank you. I'm thank just you. the, my generic <laughs> intro for me. <laughs> the theater intro for me. Yeah. I, I was always behind the scenes for... For theater. Oh, but you're fabulous too. Oh, I know for a fact, for a lot of things, if I wasn't there, people wouldn't know what to do. Oh, yeah? Because I was hair and makeup for most of oh, the plays. Oh, that's so important. And the people, even when we did Lend Me a Tenor um, down in Louisiana, the other people doing makeup were like... um. Because the situation came up for me to where I'm just, like, I may or may not be here during the show um, because I had a surgery planned. (laughs) And they're just like, please try your best to get it scheduled after because if you're not here, I don't know what I'm going to do. No, they're like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like, yeah, I, I will. I will absolutely do my best. Luckily, I was there for the show. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because yeah. I know, like, because uh, I used to uh, for the second star performances that I did, uh, which is a more more like a high school and kids class. Mm-hmm. Um. We didn't have any hair and makeup. Mm. And so everyone would always be like, Jade, can you please do this? And I'd be like, guys, I'm on in like three minutes. I can't. I'm I'm not a miracle worker. (laughs) And so I'd be like, okay, just use this color, this color, and this color, and do your best. And I'm running out on stage half panicking. Luckily for the other play that we did... You good there? You without, right? Okay. Yeah, and I couldn't. He's just like, no eating cookies, and he's in the background eating chips. I'm monitoring audio. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he can hear us. Okay, okay. Okay. What other play you were saying? We did the Adams Family musical. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And then they figured out the... Uh, um, uh, costumes director figured out that I knew how to handle wigs because I'm a cosplayer. Yeah. And I styled all of the wigs. The Adams Family musical. Oh, Roughly wow. 10 wigs. 10 or 12 wigs in the mm-hmm. span of three months. All of them different styles. Oh, wow. Most of which I hadn't done before. It's like, I know how to handle wigs and everything, but you're going to have to teach me how to actually do the style. She's like, all right, you do this. I'm like, okay, I got it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's super important. Like, most people, they don't, they think of, like, the theater, and they think of acting. Yeah. They don't think of, you know, the lights, the sets, the costuming, the makeup, the hair. All of those things are so important. Like, props and stuff, even. Um, 
Oh yeah. Like, every every little piece. Without that piece, it just it doesn't feel like a whole story. Right. Cause like uh, I did uh, theater camp, and uh, at theater camp we didn't have costumes at all, uh, except for the main characters. Any of the like quote unquote side characters or smaller characters, even mm-hmm. if you weren't part of like the main four people. You didn't have costumes the oh, first wow. year. The, the first this was the first time I ever did theater, and um, so it just it wasn't like a a thing. Um, so and it just it didn't feel like a whole story. It yeah. felt it felt like there was a giant piece missing, and so it made the story itself even kind of a little confusing. I mean, the story itself was confusing because. It, this was a play I hadn't even heard of before, mm-hmm. and um, it just, it was weird. It was a mystery and, like, a sci-fi kind of thing, radio show, <laughs> and I was, like, I was a, I was at the Foley table, which was on stage instead of backstage, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I, when I got put on the Foley table, I thought I would hate it, but I absolutely loved it, and then every time we, I did get to talk for, like, advertisements and stuff, uh, I got to use a Russian accent, so I was so nice. excited, <laughs> um, but I was just like, hello, I am Jit, anyway, but, um, <laughs> and, so, yeah, it was great, but costuming is always so important, because, oh, yeah. as far as acting goes, if you don't have the costume, it's really hard to step into that character. It is. And that actually kind of really ties in really well with our with our stuff today. But um, I know that you have stuff. Yes. So we're going to go on and get started. We're going <laughs> to... Now that we've gone on our side tangent for yes. the day. <laughs> side tangent of the day, everybody. Because I feel like that warms people up to the show and a little more of who we are and what we do and everything like that instead of the that so another small side (laughs) so um at work because I work in alterations Mm -hmm. I and the music back there is never loud enough so we listen to podcasts and the podcast that I always listen to is Murder, Myth, and Mystery. If you guys are listening, if you like that stuff, go have a listen to it. They are amazing. Each story is, of course, they have a murder, a myth, and a mystery. And they were going on there, of course, beginning banters before going into the show. And <laughs> One of the hosts was talking about how when she was younger, she would, like, go out into the living room and just, like, drop into her underwear and just sit down on the couch. And sometimes her older sister's friends would be sitting there. And she would do it anyways. And it just brings me back to the whole first episode and everything. We're the nude community. You'll never know. <laughs> because that's why we don't do video recordings and everything like that. It's just voice for us so it's more comfortable to me yeah so it's like we could be wearing anything and you'll never know they can't see my ewok right yeah it has a hood (laughs) of what 
No, we are wearing clothes. Are we? We are. <laughs> they just don't know what. It could be anything. We could be wearing a clown costume right now. And they'll never know. <laughs> but anyway, so. Um, yeah. So, um, surprisingly, because I don't know how, but it is a lot harder to find stuff in nerd news than I had expected. Um, I found a few things, but, you know, like, since our last episode, um, Suicide Squad had went into theaters and on HBO Max, and I got the chance to watch it because I have HBO Max, and honestly, it was amazing yeah um idris elba is that what you say i don't know i don't know i um yeah idris it was amazing in it and without spoilers or any context with it my honestly the favorite part that i loved was sebastian stand mm-hmm. <laughs> like i told my friends then they're like i I watched the movie. Sebastian Stan wasn't in there. I'm like, yeah, he was. He's just a little wave. Yeah. And uh, then... Such a good movie. It was. So, yeah, when you guys get the chance, it definitely... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it was definitely better than the first one. Redeemed it. It yeah, redeemed it, the first one. Yeah, it, 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 I personally believe it outshined it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, she, the, oh, Harley Quinn is beautiful, though. She like, is. even, even in the first one, as, as much crap as that movie gets, oh, Harley Quinn. She yes. does a beautiful job with, as Harley Quinn. I just, oh, yeah. I, I'm a huge Harley Quinn fan. So mm-hmm. I, like, whether it's comics, um, movies, you know, animated. I I don't care. I right. if it's Harley Quinn, I'm all over it. I I'm actually working on a cosplay for it. Yay! We get to see that next <laughs> week because next week we are going to Colorado Springs Comic Con. Yay! Yay! Get to see a bunch of fellow nerds again. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> for good reasons, but yeah. still, I miss my Colorado friends. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's it's been forever. If you're what if you're listening from Colorado, hi. <laughs> so the other thing I found um was in regards to Doctor Who's news, um Jody Whittaker and Chris Chinball Chibnall. Um, are set to actually leave Doctor Who after this next season. Um, Chris uh, Chibnall is one of the showrunners. He is actually the one who brought in Jodie Whittaker to be um, the Doctor. And honestly, she's she's been doing an amazing job. I know everyone, like with every new Doctor, people are always like, I don't know about this doctor and people are going to be extremely skeptical and then, you know, they take their run and honestly, they're amazing. I don't really know many actors who have done a bad job as the doctor. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting 
Um, I can't wait to see her last season as the Doctor and see what else Doctor Who does after that. Um, because I know there has been rumors that um, the 13th Doctor may have been the last Doctor, so we'll see if they continue after that. Mm-hmm. On other news, we still don't have a trailer for Spider-Man! <sighs> and it's coming out, when is it? It's, it's coming out soon. Relatively, um, yeah. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home. It, it's being set to be released in December. And no trailer. No trailer, <laughs> nothing. It's it's unheard of because usually by now we get a trailer, but people... Usually like almost a year before the movie comes out, there's usually a trailer for it. Especially in regards to Marvel movies. Yeah. So this is really unheard of that we don't have a trailer but it's, it, I, it's almost like it makes it, it's a really good selling point, though, because it makes it more of a mystery, and yeah. so it makes it really enticing, so I feel like oh, yeah. they know what they're doing with it, but, oh. Like, we know for a fact that they are opening up the multiverse for it, so we are going to have, um... The reoccurring roles of Doc, Doc Ock and Electro and many others, as well as the other Spider-Mans. So we'll also see if maybe they bring in other Spider-Mans, um, as well as the ones from the original Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man. So that'll be interesting. That would be, I think, I, I saw some stuff about that, and I think that would just be really cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, it'd just be awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I I really want to see what they do with it. Uh, I'm still sad that they pushed back. Like, I mean, I know that this is another movie that gets a lot of crap, but I'm sad that they pushed back Batman. Because, um, my, my significant other, he, um, he's obsessive over Batman. And, Mm -hmm. uh, the, um... The comic book that the movie is based off of apparently, like, comes out in, uh, it is, like, it has something to do with Halloween. I can't remember what exactly. Yeah. But, and it was supposed to be released in October, and that Mm. was beautiful, but then they pushed it back. And so, I know at least he's really upset about that. I know there are a lot of people who give the movie crap because of, uh, the, uh, I'm forgetting names today. I just cannot remember. Uh, are we talking about Robert Pattinson? Yes. Yeah. Because yes. I know there are a lot of people giving him crap because he was Edward in Twilight and everybody expects him to walk on stage and start sparkling, but that's not... That I'm excited for it anyway. Even the Twilight actors did not like Twilight. <laughs> yeah. and honestly, it's like, I know some people want to hold them to that movie, but those movies were so long ago and they've done so much after that. Yeah. And honestly, they're amazing. I mean, Taylor yeah. Lautner sort of disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. But yeah. everyone else, they're honestly amazing actors. 
issues, and I felt like we shouldn't really hold them to one specific movie. Well, and you also have to look at the times that those movies were made in. Yeah. Because in the early, like, those were made in the early 2000s, right? Yeah. And in the early 2000s, all the movies were cheesy. Uh, uh, They were so bad. (laughs) But, like... Oh, because that's right when we were, like, learning, like, digital stuff. Yeah. And all the CGI and special effects and all that stuff was really, like, being a new thing. And vampires themselves, um, as a person who's, like, working and wanting to get into directing and stuff, I've been, like, looking at doing vampire, like, little films and stuff. Like, homebrew ones. And, oh my gosh, it is so hard because the supernatural aspects of it are difficult to figure out. So back then, you gotta give them a little leniency, at least just a tiny bit, because, you know, and then that's not the actor's fault. Like, that they just got chosen for the roles. They didn't get, like... Oh well, now you have to actually start being a vampire. That that's not yeah. how that works. So I I do I am still really excited for the Batman movie. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give it a chance and mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it with my boyfriend because I know he's excited. <laughs> I like every time the trailer comes up, he gets like. He doesn't avoid garlic. I know that. <laughs> I avoid sunlight, though. We all do. I mean, <laughs> come on. We're recording in a basement. <laughs> we, we don't have... Out, outside of work and everything, we don't really have a life. <laughs> we try to. Our our life is con. One or two times a year, we get out from under our rocks and everything, the little gremlins we are, and we're just like... <laughs> Pretty shiny things. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, But yeah, I'm excited to see the new movies that are coming out this in this next season. Yeah. We also got the second trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh my gosh, they because the first movie was just absolutely amazing mix of just the dark elements and comedy and everything and honestly it was great so (laughs) even that movie got pushed because that movie was originally supposed to come out a few days before my birthday in june and now it's yeah yeah so but we got that coming up so we got things so to look exciting. forward to. Yay! Oh, I, I, I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Like, and I mean, there are also movies that just came out that are pretty good. Like, I liked, I liked the Black Widow movie. I don't know who else shares that. I don't really, like, do fan pages sometimes mm-hmm. because I know they get really mean online. I <laughs> but I personally really liked the Black Widow movie. Um... And they're just, there are a lot of really good movies that have been coming out, in my personal opinion. Yeah. I think they're good. Um, there are some of them that I do cringe at. I try mm. not to bash on most formats, because I view them as separate things. So, like, this also isn't me coming from a comic book side of things. I'm not much of a comic book geek. I'm, I'm 
Except for heartbreaking. That I'm yeah. obsessive. But um, I'm working on it. I'm getting in there. But it's a long. There's a lot of things to explore in the nerd community, and oh yeah, it, it, you could be at it for years and not even make a dent in it. Yeah. So I'm really trying to get into the comic book aspects, but um. So, but I haven't really, but even when it's based on books and stuff, I try to view them as separate things completely. I do Mm -hmm. not think about the books. There's only two instances that I have, and those are both also vampires, but not Twilight. Mm -hmm. Um, One was a show that was supposed to be made off of my favorite book series. The reason I dissed it was because my favorite character didn't like look right didn't act right was not introduced at the proper time was there was like there was nothing making this character the exact the character except for the fact that they gave them the same name and tried to make them dress wacky like the character was supposed to other than that they had like blonde spiky hair when the character had like long dark curly hair they were Mm -hmm. short when the character was super tall like their nickname was the trap the trapdoor spider. And they like they, they just they oh they messed it up and I was so disappointed. I was like, nope. Mm-mm. And then yeah. the other one was the vampire's assistant, but that's just because that was super cringy. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'd I'd get into more, but I feel like if I do I I know! You can't, you can't take, yeah, yeah, no. We have Mm -mm. a war going on right here. The cat and the dog. The cats and dogs. Uh, Yeah, no, you can't. Um, Yeah. Movies, when there's multiple books and they're very detailed and there's a lot of stuff going in to that one book, you can't take that entire series and go, one movie, here we go. (laughs) Um, So... That's why with my other book series, I was really excited when I saw that it was a show, and then I watched it, and, like, everything else was okay. They did a few things out of order, but I was like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And then they got to my favorite character, and they completely bombed that, and I was like, no. Yeah. No. Mm Mm-mm. That's why, um, when I saw the trailer years ago for The Fifth Wave, um, and I saw that it was originally a book. I'm usually one where if I can, I would rather read the book and then torture myself with the movie afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fifth wave was one of those aspects of if you haven't read the book, the movie was good. If you read the book, I wanted to throw the TV out the window. Oh, no. Nothing was the same. They in the book, the main character Cassie was strong and empowered and could actually take care of herself. I mean, in one instant, she got um shot by a sniper and everything in the leg. And in the book, she pretty much rolled under a truck, put a tourniquet on her leg, well, just tied it off and everything, got out and pretty much flipped off the drone and went into the woods. Wow. She wasn't, she wasn't that way in the movie. In the movie, Mm -hmm. she pretty much had to be rescued and everything. And the part of the love interest in the book, they, 
she had like a love-hate relationship with the character and in the book she didn't want anything to do with him in the movie right off the bat she kisses him and i'm just like no please do not make the other ones into movies and i'm really glad they didn't because the second especially even the second book it gets deeper and it has darker content to it because i mean you also have to think it's involving aliens and adults and kids at pretty much just apocalyptic world where aliens are trying to take over people's bodies just, yeah Blake. but yeah um but yeah i was so disappointed because honestly i read the books and i absolutely love them mm-hmm but yeah it's just another one of those yeah it's very hard especially when you are such a big fan of like the stories to separate to have that mindset like there are some book series that because i've watched the movie series and i love the movie series so much that i can't read the books i've also been peer pressured into watching the or reading the books and so i'm talking about harry potter here y'all i'm sorry but I, I want to read them, and I eventually will, but I'm putting it off simply because I've had so many people try to make me read the books because they're like, the movies sucked. And I'm like, but I liked the movies. Even if the characters weren't exactly the same as they would be in the books, I personally liked them. And um, then they're like getting all angry, and then they're like, read them, read them. And I'm like, no. I love reading, but now you've completely made it to where I don't want to read the books because you're trying to make me. Yeah. And, like, I know there are so many differences. The main one that everyone brings up is, Harry Potter, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? He said calmly. (laughs) Yes. Harry Potter, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? (laughs) He said calmly. (laughs) He said calmly. (laughs) scared me. of it because there is this entire article about all of it and I do not want to take the time to read all of it for you so I'm pretty much just going to go into the basics um as far as we know um, cosplay has been around for just generations but the uh, first documented cosplay was in 1908 when Mr. and Miss William Fell, a Cincinnati, Ohio couple, attended a masquerade ball in costume depicting Mr. Skygak, 
and Miss Pickles, Martians from a Newspaper Comic, that first ran in the Chicago Day Book. So pretty much before like Star Trek and Star Wars and Doctor Who and all of that fun stuff, um, a lot of the main cosplay was even just masquerade balls, so getting dressed up there, or just cool. wearing anything outside of the ordinary. Yes, I hear you! Um, one of the more famous cosplay events, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you have experienced this, if not, you absolutely should. It gets you out of your comfort zone and I was so not prepared the first time I went to it. It's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Hmm. That has been one of the actually longest running, um, in a way, cosplay events where people go out and get dressed up as the different characters. Um, it was initially released in 1975 as a popular musical. And it's just a campy gothic flick, um, most people would know. Tim Curry as, um, Frankenfurter. Absolutely amazing job with that. It was actually one of his first roles, aside from being Pennywise in It, in the original It. Hmm. But yeah, people would go out to the movie or the show and everything and they would get dressed up as the characters and interact with the play and let me tell you this the first time i saw it i was not prepared i grew up listening to the music because my parents love um rocky horror mm -hmm. and i had heard that school of minds was putting on the play and my friend ryan was starring in it. And at first I'm thinking, oh, it says you can wear costumes to it. But at first I thought, I don't have a costume for it. I technically did and didn't realize it. I get there and everyone's dressed up and you're watching the play and people are just yelling out in the audience and they're throwing stuff they're doing the dances and everything like that i'm just like i am not prepared for this <laughs> because i wasn't expecting the audience to yell out stuff in the middle of the play but it went along and it actually made it even more funny and entertaining because it had a lot of innuendos in it you're probably gonna hear a fly somewhere around there <laughs> But yeah, so Rocky Horror Picture has been one of the longest running uh, cosplay events. That's cool. Um, and there are even some places in the U.S. that actually have weekly showings. Um, here where we are, um, during the Halloween season, a theater of ours puts it on as well. You can go and do screenings for it. Mm -hmm. Tons of fun. Um, so as for the term cosplay, uh, many people didn't actually have a word for everything that they were doing. They just called it costuming until 1984 when, and I am not going to say this right, name right, 
um, Nobuyuki Takahashi coined the term cosplay um, while attending the World Science Fiction Convention. Takahashi was floored by the kaleidoscope of in attendees who populated the halls and with their wondrous looks. Um, cosplay is pretty much just a coin term meaning costume and play and it's been that way ever since. Hmm. Um, a lot of the popular cosplay actually comes from mangas. So most people will take a character from a popular manga and they will cosplay them. One of the most popular um, mangas to cosplay is Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go, any cos, um, any convention you go to, you will see a Sailor Moon. And I mean, Sailor Moon has been around for forever, so of course people are going to, um, going to cosplay it, and it's yeah. pretty much started with, like, the sailors, and the style of figure form release, like, Pretty Soldier, Sailor Moon, Neon Genesis, Evangeline, and also Dragon Ball. You mm-hmm. will see Dragon Ball uh, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah you will. <laughs> I mean... I was once actually cosplaying, um, cause I did, well, I'll get to that after this article. Anyways, um, sorry, <laughs> we're thirsty here, sorry. we need to feed our gremlin selves. <laughs> okay. And cosplay has also been incorporated in a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Events? Events, yes, but also, um, artists. Oh, yes. Such as musical artists. So you will see it a lot in, like, K-pop, J-pop, even... Oh my gosh, that even with the Olympics this year. Yes, that was great. There were so many cosplays throughout the just the different countries. I mean, there was Sailor Moon for one of the gymnast acts. Mm-hmm. Um there was a guy that shaved his head so yeah. he could and dyed his hair so he would look like Aang. There were a lot of people just doing the poses and yeah. everything for and, their photos. And I'm pretty sure there was a gymnast, and I'm not sure, but I thought there was one that did a um, performance, like one of their, I don't know what it's called because I don't do gymnastics, but one of their, like, dancing things where they do, like, yeah. the, where they did it to the Demon Slayer song, I thought. They did. And I, like, I, once again, not a gymnast. I know nothing about gymnastics. Uh, other than, oh, a cartwheel, a somersault, yay! <laughs> oh, look, it's a handstand! <laughs> other Which than that, we I... can't do! <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, I don't know anything about gymnastics, but I watched that performance, and I was blown away. I was like, that is so cool. Adding in your love for, like, something in the nerdum, and your love for gymnastics, and making it into something completely different, and it was 
gorgeous and I loved it. Like just seeing how far it's come even since I moved here and everything and I got into the nerd community. Mm-hmm. Like beforehand I would get like sometimes my friends and I we would go down to summer nights to mm-hmm. um promote the con that we have here during the summer. We've had a few different cons here, mm-hmm. and we would go dressed as characters. Sometimes we would do it even just because. Sometimes we would even go dressed up in character and do karaoke. And at first, so many people would stare and just make unnecessary comments about it, and now we walk around and so many people want our pictures, and they love what we're seeing. So mm-hmm. just how far it's come even in smaller communities is yeah amazing i mean and you will you'll always get a little bit of that some people will always stare some people will always say mean things yeah. i i was out just the other day with a couple friends i had a couple girls standing behind me and they started giggling i was just talking to my boyfriend and i was i was just as an oc so it was a vampire yeah. And uh, I heard one of them giggle to the other that uh, I bet she thought that was cool when she wore that down here. And uh, it it takes a lot to be the bigger person and to walk away and just mm-hmm. not even because I internally wanted to turn around and be like, look, lady, I have friends upon friends upon friends who do this stuff. I think they're the coolest people that exist on this planet. So even if you think I'm a dork, do not, do not judge my craft because all the people that I love are people that do this craft and they are amazing. So judging my craft is judging my friends and I will beat the crap out of you. It's but. like, sorry, we have a personality and you don't. <laughs> yeah, well. We just I, express it more. Yeah, it was great because I walked over to my other friend, uh, and the, or to my friend that I was with, and I was like, people are lovely. And I shook my head and I went to go do <laughs> something and immediately they caught on to what I was laying down and they were like, did somebody say something? And I was like. I was like swinging a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. Someone's gonna get yeah. it. I, I was like, yeah, it was just it was just a couple of people. It's all right. And we were walking through the through a uh, part of the place that we were at, and the same people walk right in front of us. And I must have made a face or something because the friend immediately like <laughs> turned to me and was like, "Those were the people, weren't they?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they made a face, and I was like, "I know that face." And they were like, "What face?" And I was like, "You just internally flipped them off, didn't you?" <laughs> and they just smiled at me and kept like walking. Me. <laughs> but yeah, it's just you'll always get a little bit of that, but you'll always have the other people who will you know, want pictures, and they'll be like, wow, that's cool. I was just seeing an article uh, on Facebook the other day where this group of Naruto cosplayers were walking through a grocery store, and one of the guys was, like, so excited. He was turning Mm -hmm. to his coworkers and was like, look, look, that's the people from Naruto. You don't understand why this is so cool for me, (laughs) but it's so cool. And 
and the cosplayer went and they were like do you want a picture then they got pictures with them and the guy was so excited and in the picture his smile was so big (laughs) (laughs) and uh the uh, the caption was that is the smile of pure happiness because these are characters that people grow up with and sure it may not be like the actual person or whatever but still just seeing those characters um it it definitely brings back a memory of your childhood Mm -hmm. that you just enjoy well and even past your childhood like i still get excited yeah (laughs) i'm just like yay it's just it's exciting to especially because i think part of it is because then you get to see someone who loves the same thing you do yeah and so it's like whoa you like that same thing that i like and you look so cool as it i want I, I want to be your friend <laughs> and it's great and it's exciting and that's I, how you get introverts to do conversations with you <laughs> yes they will not talk to you unless they see something in your general facility of yourself that is like Okay, I like this. Otherwise, we will not talk to you. <laughs> yes. There, it, well, you gotta, it, it's a conversation starter. It is. Because so, other than that, most awkward people, which most nerds, including myself, mm-hmm. are awkward. Uh, even if you're extroverted, uh, introverted, and uh, I'm like a weird mixture of both. Uh, I think it's called apperverted. I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff but i'm i'm a weird mixture of both anyway it's 99 um, cent small jumbo popcorn Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> awesome but um it, it's just it's a really good conversation starter like uh whoa i love your doctor who tattoo yeah. or whoa i love your loki shirt or you know uh, whoa, I love your cosplay, or your wig, or whatever it is. I mean, usually if you see someone wearing a wig, and you want to cosplay it, you say, I love your hair, because, you know, you don't want to say, I love your wig, and then it turns out it's not a wig. That yeah. would be incredibly sad. <laughs> and so, anyway, but, you know, it's a conversation starter, so that you can, you know, bond with that person, even for a moment, because we need those little instances to keep our days going yeah but i'm sorry interrupting you please go (laughs) you're good we're we're, you have like we have a more of an extrovert and a more of an introvert and everything doing a podcast together and we (laughs) scatterbrained everywhere so we're gonna have a lot of rabbit holes but continuing on so um as for cosplay and the USA, um, the first um, documented convention of Japanese pop culture was Kamiket, um, which was held in December 1975 and was attended by about 600 fans. Kamiket continues to be a grassroots effort, um, but the twice yearly event now attracts around 500,000 enthusiasts. Wow. So, just how far it's grown from there. And now you can find conventions anywhere. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Drive wherever. You'll you'll find some kind of convention. But it definitely continues to grow throughout the mm-hmm. U.S. And that is a small history with rabbit holes of <laughs> cosplay. Yay! <laughs> yeah 
So oh. what do we have from you? Okay, uh, this looks like a little bit, but I've got stuff on my phone too. So, all the stuff. All the stuff. Uh, I don't. I don't have like a whole long thing, but I did want to start off with a smart thing or smart thing, <sighs> small thing. Small. We're I, smart. You were smart. You were smart. Yeah. <laughs> we're smart here in the nude community. <laughs> on what is cosplay so it can range from closet cosplay oc cosplay or full-out character cosplay but in the end cosplay is our way of playing dress up um before you don't get mad at me because i don't mean that in a bad way i mean that in actually a very good way yes because it can be creative it's fun and it's a very fulfilling way to express ourselves it gives us a way that we can be anyone we want to be and I know, like, for me personally, especially when I started cosplay, um, which I'm not going to get too much into that because I know we're going to talk about that a different time. Yes. Um, I, as outgoing as I am, felt like I could not show who I was inside because I felt like everybody just did not want to know. And so when I got in cosplay, I really felt like I could bring out that other side of me that could be anyone I wanted to be. Uh, it was actually really funny because the first few cosplay events I went to, it was called Cosplay Politan. It's a dance. Mm, yes. Uh, I usually went dressed as psychopaths. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah. Juzo from Tokyo Ghoul, uh, and a, a few others. I, I can't think of names right now. Oh, a few creepypasta characters. You know, a few different ones. I usually went as psychotic characters and i had the photographer there ask me why once and um the reason is is because psychotic characters have a lot of energy and so i could be as loud and obnoxious and like out there as i wanted to be and it would still be in character so long as i wasn't like being rude to the other guests mm -hmm. or like being disrupting of the event i could be myself and that was like a big part of it for me and so it's a really great and fulfilling way to express yourself i i know there are a lot of people who are really insecure and worried that they shouldn't get into cosplay because they don't want people to think they're weird or think that they don't look good enough which i'll get to that later that's a whole little thing we're weird regardless <laughs> yeah that's but, okay though <laughs> It's perfectly fine. Actually, it, you'll find yourself more welcomed into the cosplay community than most. I, I mean, personally, in my experience, it, I've been more welcomed into this community than most other communities, um, except for books. All book readers are awesome. Anyway, yes. but, um, but that's also another type of nerd, so I guess that doesn't really count. We'll, we'll find ways of talking about all of this. We have time. Oh yeah, we've got we've got stuff. Um, we got stuff for you. Stuff, stuff. We got the good stuff. Anyway, stuff. I'm feeding the microphone. <laughs> okay, but um, so I just I love cosplay because it's a expression of self. It's 
It's so fun. I love it. Anyway, um, moving on from what I, where was I? I had my, wait, wait, expressing ourselves. It gives us a way that we can be anywhere we want to be. I said that already. Whether it's your favorite superhero or a funny character you relate with, it might even be a character you absolutely despise, but you can play around with it. It doesn't have to be any one thing. People use it in LARP, everyday life. That would be me. Uh, and every day. Except for today, because I just felt like you know, today is mm-hmm. one of those not cosplay days. Anyway, and most well-known is at conventions. However... <coughs> However you do it, and whomever you are getting dressed as, it's all for fun, and it's great to do. It's just, it doesn't even have to be perfect. You can, you know, just let your hair down, get dressed in what you think resembles as much of the character as possible, and go with it. Or, like, um, you know, a t-shirt that has, like, that looks like their shirt, something like that. There's closet cosplay, there's casual cosplay. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be this shiny, beautiful thing. Um, I mean, it is, but it doesn't have to be up to other people's standards. Just let it be an expression of who you are. And, you know, that's, part of the exciting part of cosplay. One problem I personally notice a lot is people refrain from having fun because they're worried nobody will understand or that they don't quote unquote look the part and it breaks my heart because it isn't true. Um, Because that brings me to my next part. Who can cosplay? <laughs> Does it matter? And I'm, I'm, this is going to sound a little bit like a lecture, and I'm sorry. It's just because I'm very passionate about this. But We will lecture you. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what you look like, what your ethnicity is. I ethnicity. probably said that. I'm saying that wrong. We can't word. <laughs> we can't word. It, it doesn't matter where you're from, what you sound like, what you look like, who you are, who you identify as. It does not matter at all anyone anyone (laughs) don't listen to him anyone can cosplay and i know i sound like i sound like uh, gusto from ratatouille by saying that but anyone can cosplay anyone anyone um i suppose it would be more of a french accent but i can't get that deep voice Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, anyone can cosplay, um, and it, it really, like, I have so many people tell me, oh, well, I'm overweight, so I can't, or I'm, I have darker skin than the characters that I like, so I can't, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, every single time, I'm, like, excuse me, <laughs> because... It, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I mean, there are things that you can alter about the characters, too. It doesn't have to be 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. You can make it what you want it, and that is a beautiful part about cosplay. Because I'm sorry, Judy Hop cosplayers, you will not be a bunny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, there's furries, too. I didn't mention that. I told... Yes. I, I, I thought about mentioning it. I had someone tell me that, um... That they, uh thought that I should say something about 
cosplay or for, about furries while I was talking about cosplay, and then they were like, "Wait, that probably could be a whole other thing in and of itself." Yeah, and I was like, honestly, I could go into each individual type of cosplay, and I still would not have enough time. <laughs> so, um, give me just a moment here to find my stuff again. I got. Mean- yeah, the main thing with when you're cosplaying and everything is as long as you are respectful towards the culture that you you are specifically cosplaying for that character, because the characters are different cultures, mm-hmm. as long as you are being respectful about the culture, then, then it's just completely fine. Mm-hmm. And another thing... I completely get being in character, but I would like to throw out there, yes, anyone can cosplay, but um, while you're in character, that does not give you the right to be a jerk. Yeah. Um, Just because your character could be a butthole does not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I cosplayed Captain Jack Sparrow with a uh, hentai fetish. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, you yeah, know, I just, you just, that doesn't give you a... Whoa. No. He said Kraken. No. no. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, you can be in character and still be kind to other cosplayers. We had some problems at the last convention that we went to where there was someone cosplaying yeah. uh, the Burger King man, something like that, who... It's a meme. It's a meme uh, of a person who did something, and I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, they they thought that because they were that character, that they could be an absolute jerkwad, and I wanted to beat the snot out of them. I was so mad, but um, because they were being so, they were like being cruel to the people that were doing stuff, and. I almost kicked him out myself, but I was like, no, no, go and talk to the staff. Um, we are small, we can't. Yeah, well, no, I could have if I wanted to. I could yeah. have, but we even, have but it was my friend's convention, and I did not want to cause problems for my friend, and so I was like, I will go and I will tell my friend's bodyguard people. Yes, they are bodyguards. Hey. Oh, cool. Anyway, so... Continuing with the who can cosplay, and I, I'm getting into cosplayers, but uh, while I was looking up cosplayers, one of the cosplayers I wanted to talk about today, uh, I found this thing, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's on this website called Cosplay, Cosplay Central, um, and um, I'm just going to read this like first bit here. It says, uh, the beauty of cosplay is that anyone can do it because at the end of the day, it's all about how far one can take their creativity when they let their imagination run wild. See, creativity doesn't discriminate and therefore neither does cosplay. Race, gender, and even size does not matter because it's all up to how the individual cosplayer portrays their chosen character. I read that part, and I was like, oh my goodness, I have to add this. It's beautiful. Here come the doggos again. Yes. They broke I, out. Yeah, I, I read it, and I was like, this has to be part of the thing today. So, uh, I went ahead, Bye-bye. and so I screenshotted it. But that's why I mentioned it's on Cosplay Central. And um, the reason I found it was because I uh, was trying to 
uh, tell one of my friends about how she was beautiful, even though, because she, she was, she was getting down on herself because she felt like she was overweight Mm -hmm. and that she wasn't beautiful because of it. And I was telling her, no, that's an absolute lie. And, uh, so I looked, I looked up, um, beautiful plus size characters to try and show her that being, being, uh, a little bit fluffier than the rest of us does, fluffy, does not in any way, shape, or form mean that you are any different from the rest. Just including one more. And this one cosplayer I found while I was looking for that, the cosplay that I saw, she was cosplaying Persephone, and oh my goodness, she was beautiful, gorgeous, absolutely fabulous. I fell in love with the cosplay as soon as I saw the picture. I was like, I want to meet this person and give them a hug, because dang girl, you are fabulous. Fabulous! Uh, and this this cosplayer is uh, Captain76 with a K instead of a C, and um, they're absolutely beautiful. They, uh, they do have, like, a darker skin tone than the rest of us, and they are a fluffier, but they are marvelously beautiful, and I love them for all of their cosplays. You can make it work, girl. Yeah. <laughs> work it. Um, so, oh no. The characters are fictional. Yes. Which means they can be depicted however you want them to be. Exactly. We are just different variants. Ver- yes! We are variants! Variants! As they wear my Loki shirt. Anyway, um, so, uh, I, I loved this cosplayer, and so, uh, I just, I was looking up, and I just, I really, I had to find out who they were, mm-hmm. so I would highly suggest going and giving them a follow on Instagram, that's where I found them, um, but yeah, they're beautiful. Okay, um, next I would like to talk about, uh, here, I'm trying to, oh yeah, I, so, I, I added two of my favorites. I know I was supposed to talk about one favorite cosplayer today. But, you know. But cosplayers, they're just, there's so many that it's so hard to. It's hard to, to pick one. Yeah. I have, I have a local favorite and then I have one that, um, I you really look up one? to. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that I really look up to online. Um, their name, their cosplay name is Uptown Cosplay. They are um, with um, Kion Cosplay. They are an adorable couple. I love them so much. Uh, um, they do awesome couple cosplays. Anyway, but <laughs> Uptown Cosplay. Um, I, I had to choose one, and Uptown was the the first one that I like. I technically, I introduced myself to them through a YouTube video of their Yuri on Ice panel with just the two of them already before they were a couple, but I don't know. I just, I really, okay, I'm a geek over accents, and I loved Uptown's, like, the way that they portrayed the Russian accent. I almost died, so um, I kind of became slightly obsessed, but I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've grown out of the obsession. I'm okay, but you I still never love, do. No, but I still love. I, 
I, I doubt you're listening, but if you're listening uptown, I love you. I love <laughs> you. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't know any of, like, their, um, pronouns or anything, but I do know they're part of the LGBTQ plus community, and I know that they're, um, oh, oh, like, with his eyes, Ella, look at this. That's amazing. It is. I would show you more, but I, I screenshotted it. So <laughs> just a screenshot. Yeah. So I have, like, no way to, look how it, no. like, zoomed in on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, um, because I didn't want to have to look up all of these different ones. I'm sorry. I'm taking Hello, forever. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just watching. Oh, okay. Or you're good. You're good. But, so, I really like Uptown because they, like, are continuously, like, making their pieces and they're continuously getting involved with things and um they're very out there and I really really look up to them um I think they're a great cosplayer as well and that that gets into my whole uh it doesn't matter who you love or who you're uh who you identify as um you can cosplay anyway Mm -hmm. like even if you're transgender um you can cosplay the character, the a character that is not the gender that you identify as, or you can cosplay as the as a character that is the gender that you identify as. It really doesn't matter. It, I you mean, can, you can cosplay anyone. I, I I identify as gender fluid, so I'm just like I'm anyone. I'm everyone. I'm everything. <laughs> yeah, but um, so I'm just. And then I'm with with those ones. I wanted to find a cosplayer that was um, also not in America, but also not Japanese. I was trying to find like uh, German or you know um, African know or so, you know something. You were saying I know one in Croatia. That's cool. See, I should have asked you then. But <laughs> I, I was trying to find someone that was not in the U.S. So that I can also, even if you are in the U.S. and you're from one of those places, it doesn't matter. Like, if you have an accent that's different from that character, if you... It's fine. Yeah, if you have a little bit of a different structure than what they have, because they're mostly Japanese in the, like, anime realm, it it doesn't... It's not a problem. And so, um... Then that brings me to my favorite cosplayer, because she is local to where I am, or where we are. She is fabulous. Um, This is Euphoria Cosplay, or I don't think she goes by cosplay, but she does go by euphoria.bjc. I I don't know exactly. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Bridget J. Cosplay. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's like, Okay. But she is absolutely amazing. She makes, like, I'm pretty sure she makes all of her cosplays. If not, she makes, like, majority of them. She is... Like, 99% of them. Yeah, and she is, like, oh, her cosplays are fabulous. Uh, she is so detailed with Mm -hmm. everything. She is so cool. And she, it's not just anime characters either. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen her cosplay a single anime or manga character. Because they're not really, her and her husband aren't really those kind of people. 
They also happen to run the theater that I am most accustomed with, but yes. that's beside the point. They also <laughs> she also makes the costumes for the plays. Yes, she does. Uh she is so talented and so amazing, such a good person in mm-hmm. general. Um and then she likes to um cosplay like comic book characters and like Disney characters and you know, not like the typical anime or uh, manga or, you know, the typical characters that you would see cosplayed, which I don't mean that in a bad way either, but um, it's just a really great, really awesome thing to see, especially I love her cos- her comic book cosplays because yes. she's just so cool. She's she a cool person. absolutely loves and deeply connects with Rogue. So Mm -hmm. she has done almost every version of Rogue. There's, like, tons out there, but she also makes her own versions of the characters. Mm -hmm. Which is another thing, is you don't have to do a specific version. You can find a way and take the character and make it your own. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly all right we're just especially ever since loki came out they're just different variants of the character Mm -hmm. that that's what it's called from now on you're just doing a different variant Mm -hmm. and um it's just i really like to see her creativity i really like to see how she works with other people and they're just they're they're just great they are oh and she's oh oh Awesome. She, I highly look up to this woman. Like, yes. Um, I would shout from the roo- rooftops that she is awesome. We love you! <laughs> Hi! If you're listening again. Um, so, I just, I, I'm so, I, I love cosplay. I, I'm kind of rambling at this point. I'm really sorry. This is but, an average length of an actual episode of a lot of podcast we just had a lot to talk about in this Mm -hmm. and this one absolutely and then we had a lot of side tangents yes which we will have and hopefully you enjoy yes and i'm just in cosplay will probably come up a lot because like no matter what it is that we're talking about whether it's comic books tv shows live action animated book series i don't care what it is you can cosplay it. You can create a character. You can be furry. I don't... Would you consider drag cosplay? Yes. Because it's your own character. Yeah. You're someone else, but it's still so, a part of you. Yeah. So, if drag... All these... There's all these different kinds of cosplay. All different ways. You can connect it to all different things. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And... I have a tendency to get really hyped up about it. Yeah! I mean, I run my own cosplay, like, nerd convention. It is called Mini Nerd Con. I'm excited. It has come so far, and it is also coming up. For the local listeners that are listening, 
It's on October 9th and 10th at the Cave Collective. I'm excited! And how much does it cost? It's free! Free! (laughs) Um, That's the biggest part of Minicon is that it does not cost anything. There will be vendors, games, all the things, informational panels, character panels, great company, you know, stuff. Because with our place here, like, we still go, of course according to guidelines and what other places are asking for guidelines we still do everything we can to stay safe keep the community safe as well with Mm -hmm. it but it's definitely a, a small thing that is still big to us for the in between because it it gets us together yeah and i i was I was looking at, just the other day, I was looking at some really old uh, hosts from my very first event that I ran. Oh, Oh my gosh, I was a baby. (laughs) Um, I, oh, I cringed so hard. I was just like, because back then, the very first event was called Anime Activity Day. Yes, I remember that. Oh, I cringed so hard. I was like, why am I looking at this? But um, to see how beautiful it is now, yeah. Well, I yeah, because I had like two competitions, which we also have competitions going on, art and cosplay, as always. Um, but I had the two competitions. I had two panels, and I had two hours to fit it in, and I was so stressed out. And now I'm sitting back and I'm looking there, like, girl, you don't even know. We got a staff and everything. (laughs) Yeah, but um. It's exciting, it's fun, and for the local listeners, I really hope you guys can make it out. Um, if uh, As for local listeners, that pretty much just means the Black Hills area. Yeah. Because I don't think, we were never specific about that, but yeah. Uh, Black Hills area. Yes. Um, so if you're local and you know where the Cave Collective is. Yes. If you're not local and you have the... Uh, ability to come. Yeah. Or if you have the... What is it when you're like really like I can't think of the word. Uh, if you're inspired to try and like make <laughs> yourself come, even if you live like halfway across the state, go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I highly doubt that will happen, and that's okay. Eventually, when eventually. it when it definitely becomes bigger, because yeah. it will become bigger. It will. I. Even yeah. even if I move far away from my baby, I will help it grow. Yes, because <laughs> she has connections yes. with everyone. Um, which, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, but it's great, and I really hope that you guys can make it, and it's exciting. And like I was saying, because I... My whole reason for doing that was because I loved cosplay. Before I realized I could personally get into it, mm-hmm. I I would look online, I'd see all these cosplayers, I'd be like, whoa, they're, they're really cool. I wish I could do that. And then I heard that there was, at the time, there was a local convention. I was like, wait, I can do that. I can do what? it. I only went for like half of one of the days because I had stuff going on, but it was enough to inspire me 
to where I was like, I can't wait a full year until that event, because that was the only thing going on at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, absolutely not, I'm gonna do my own stuff, yeah. um, which was just meant as a filler, I wasn't, like, trying to, like, take anything over or anything, a few people think that I was, but, um, I just, I was really excited, really hyped, and I'm really glad it's gotten as far as it has, and I'm really excited to see the cosplays that come from it, like, that's always my favorite part. I always show up and I'm like bouncing from like area to area to area being like, oh, I love that cosplay. Oh, you cosplayed a D&D character. That's so cool. Oh, you cosplayed from this anime. Oh, you cosplayed from this comic book. Ah, oh, I have no idea what this cosplay is from, but it looks so cool. Sakura. <laughs> I cosplay as the responsible dad. Yeah. Yeah. Which is my joke for when I don't have cosplay ready. <laughs> He's gonna be res- the responsible dad when we go to yeah Colorado Springs. That's funny. One of us has to be. Yeah. 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 So to wrap everything up, yes. that is just a brief history of cosplay, what it is, what it entails, and just a few, just a small, small dent of the amazing characters we have. Next week, I will be talking about a few, myself, what it means to me, and we have our very first special guest! Yay! Um, his name, and I'm going to butcher this, this is why I call, gave him a nickname, um, Calder Ness. He is a Black Hills cosplayer and prop enthusiast um i can never say his name so i call him nessie i am the only one who can call him nessie we'll get into that anyways he will be with us for the entire um episode of episode three so until then we hope you enjoyed everything uh stay nerdy and also remember the golden rule of cosplay Cosplay is Is not not consent. consent. Have a lovely day, you wonderful Willardos. Bye! (laughs) My goblin army. Get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) Hey!